The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Ben Emmons joins us, Managing Director of Global Macro Strategy at Medley Global Advisors. Ben, Doug mentioned the mantra, don't fight the Fed. It seems it's never been more relevant if you look at the past week or so. And I say that because not only is there no Fed put, uh, even if we're heading into turbulent times, but the Fed is actually it's actually actively targeting equities and other risk assets. And we heard that from Bullard and Kashkari. It's a little unusual to hear them talking about that. So let me put it to you, true or false. You either have to be a brave soul or a fool to fight this tape. Yeah, don't, fight, don't fight the tape, um, uh, Brian, because this is indeed a situation where, you know, the inflation rate is just too hot. And you see it coming out of the Eurozone today, for example, right? The data there was again showing a surge of inflation building. And our inflation rate will be affected by that too. And even though that oil was down today and there's some, you know, demand anxiety about, about energy, inflation too hot means that the Fed has to take that position of financial conditions must stay tighter. I think Esther George actually gave the best signal prior to the the Powell speech saying that and all the other ones come around. So the market is doing that. I think you're seeing it coming through the real interest rates, through the dollar and obviously through the equity market. So that's in the Fed's mind needed to get to that end goal of ultimately having inflation sustained uh, going down. Uh, But, you know, we're dealing with too hot inflation. That's why they're taking that position. Also, Ben, I mean, we, of course, have interest rate monetary policy, but uh, we've got uh, quantitative tightening getting into full attack mode, as you put it, yeah. uh, this month. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the thing is, we don't know the effect of this. And wouldn't it be better for the Federal Reserve to actually wait to see how that plays out? Because it could have a disproportionate effect. It could have quite the opposite and have a benign effect. But it's certainly one where liquidity comes out of the system. And that's for sure, Rish. And, you know, we have experience from the 2018 period, but we're just now getting into it. But there, too, the communication has been quite consistent. You know, I think Barkin was one of the few saying, you know, this is a symmetric process. We you know, run down the, pro- the, the balance sheet and we hike at the same time. We're not going to stop. We know at some point that will change because draining the liquidity from the system will lead at some point to reserves that are being hoarded by banks. So you're getting that dynamic and it could affect the credit uh, creation in the economy. At this moment, I think they feel content with where they're heading with that. And it may not do as much yet, at least not directly to the economy yet. But as you can tell from markets, it's been highly anticipated. Everybody's looking at the month of September is when we're going to see the, the full the full blown mode of it, yeah, the full attack. 
Mm. And from there we, we go, right? So again, these yeah. financial conditions are all driven by the yeah. Some some are doubting the Fed's resolve, uh, and you know that might be the case, but that's not actually something that you'd bet on, would you? Given everything that they've been saying. I think that the Powell speech had that most important message that, you know, we cannot really stop. We have to continue. And I think this is where the market may have learned now, like this is a different message than indeed that message from the past where there was optionality around it saying, well, okay, we want to hike rates, but eventually they pivoted really quickly back to a new easing stance. That doesn't seem to really the case this time. No. So you want to reach the goal of 4% funds rate by the end of the year, which Bollard has been advocating so much for. Ben, I want to get a sense of you know what the European Central Bank does, in your view, and whether actually raising interest rates there is a good idea. And I'm, I say that uh, with uh, the, the whole energy uh, crisis, in other words, playing out with hugely elevated electricity bills. They are, in effect, interest rate hikes in themselves. They're that large. If we sure are rich, and this is really a complicated situation compared to the U.S. because they are energy dependent and, you know, they, they may have got their storage filled up to an extent, but there's a lot of uncertainty about how long they can keep their storage. So these electricity bills, they elevate it, and then the ECB has to start reacting to this now. And as much as they put that other tool in place to try to contain sovereign spreads, probably not going to happen because it's all, you know, for fundamental reasons, they have to raise rates. So uh, uh, BTP spreads and those uh, peripheral spreads will go wide. And so that is a sort of a combination of the two again, where the ECB, just like in 2011, raises rates and then causes huge friction in its, uh, in its bond market. So we have more issues ahead here. Yeah, you can imagine Christine Lagarde, you know, saying to Jay Powell, you think you had a bad day. You know, she, her job is probably <laughs> yeah. tougher now than Jerome Powell's is. Uh, we have so many things working against um, the system at the moment. Uh, a, a little known story here, South Korean shipmakers reporting their first fall in factory shipments in almost three years. Another story that China's retail activity, if you look at satellite data, flatlined in August. You've got the SOX just pummeled here, the SOX index of semiconductors, uh, semiconductors being like like transports, uh, indicative on the economy, tumbling way below its 50-day moving average. Uh, if that's leading the S&P, look out below. Uh, it's just a very, very tough environment at the moment. Uh, do you see any catalyst that changes that? Not at this moment, Brian, but, uh, you know, and we get the PMI data overnight, right, which I think a really good indicator of the activity over the summer and how it really softened. So, so carefully to watch and probably is not good activity. So the only good thing that we've looked look forward to is that we get that inflation under control, that it starts to really decline, and then the Chinese economy does start to reopen. I think that's still a story for the global economy as a positive. And I think that's months ahead, uh, ahead of us. Uh, at the moment, we got to deal with this monetary policy being digested, not just by markets, but in the economy itself. And that's, I think, where the pain now is, right? As you're seeing layoff announcements coming through. So it's, it's going to just simply take a number of months of difficult environment. It, the transmission uh, mechanism is a while, absolutely. But in, in that while, uh, we do get dollar appreciation, and th there would seem to be nothing to remove the crown from King Dollar right now. Nothing at this moment. And I think the, as real interest rates are rising in the U.S. because of, well, dissipating QT and, and tightening, 
at some point though that the other currencies who are falling like the euro and the sterling will reverse courses those interest rates start to catch up with the us but that's some way to go there but as we just discussed the the eurozone interest rate differential with the us is, is still a good 150 basis points it would take the fed to pause and the ecb to keep hiking before they can actually truly catch up right so the dollar mm. will continue to be fueled with strength just from that itself from the euro right being weak um that works also against the ecb so Dollar strength is tightening of global financial conditions. That's just like a number yep. of years ago in the same way. So no difference. All that said, we see India's GDP up 13.5% in the second quarter. Um, what are they getting right? Yeah, I think that's the story of that Asian uh, resilience reopening story that's still there from the pandemic. That's the last area where some of that activity rebounding still comes through to data like that. So that's a, fortunately, a little, a little good story in, in the mix of all the bad uh, stuff that was out there. It's obviously going to slow down there too. We had the GDP rate like that a year ago, right? So we know what the trajectory of that is, but I guess they're getting it right in terms of having the ability to completely reopen and not deal with COVID. And they were significantly affected ben, in the past. Ben, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Ben Emmons, the Managing Director of Global Macro Strategy at Medley Global Advisors. Hi everyone, I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 